Welcome to a new and exciting episode of What You Don't Know. I'm your host, Superintendent Rick Teeters. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how ECOT is preparing students for college and careers after graduation and talk to two past graduates. Joining me today is Christian Jamal, an ECOT graduation counselor who works with our graduating seniors. Later, we'll be joined by two ECOT grads via Skype, Dan, an early ECOT grad from way back in 2002, and Connor, a 2014 ECOT graduate. So let's get started. Uh, Christian, you and your colleagues work almost exclusively with ECOT seniors. Mm -hmm. Um, Explain to us a little bit about what a senior counselor does here at ECOT. Sure. Basically, when a student is getting close to eligible to graduate, they move to our roster. Uh, At that point, we check to make sure that they are in the right classes and that their pathway is leading towards graduation, whether it's at the semester or at the end of the year. So uh, here at ECOT, if if I'm here as a freshman, sophomore, junior, I have one counselor, and then when I get close to graduation, I move over to specialized counselors. Yes. And uh, so you're really the people that are going to push me, prod me, make sure I have all my credits, make Mm -hmm. sure I'm in all the right classes, not only to graduate, but do you also help them if they're looking at a career or a college? Oh, absolutely. So it's not just getting them over the finish line. You know, we don't just say, you know, once you leave our doors, you know, good luck. We want to make sure that they are, have the tools that they can succeed beyond our walls, whether it's in a career, whether it's in college, the military, workforce, uh, vocational school. There's many opportunities out there for students. Uh, really, I want to know what they want to do. You know, I have my, my thoughts, but until I talk to the student, I really won't know what he or she wants to do in the future. Now, you're probably not aware of this, uh, but five years ago, I started at ECOT. And at that time, we had a 5% rate of our students that, when they left ECOT within two years, went to college. Mm -hmm. And the latest report that we have is we're up to 23%. So we've seen Mm -hmm. uh, a significant growth over the past five years in a number of ECOT grads uh, going on to college within two years of graduation. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the schools that our our students are – being accepted at when they go to college? Well, not just locally, you know, whether we're in Columbus or Toledo or, or Cincinnati or Cleveland and throughout the state, but we have students going to Johns Hopkins, to Brown, to New Mexico State, um, Indiana uh, University, you know, looking to Michigan, even though we don't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, no, we don't talk about Michigan <laughs> on the show. And do those kids have any problem getting accepted into those schools? I mean, you know, one of the questions I'm always asked is, well, how does an ECOT diploma mm-hmm. uh, compare to a brick-and-mortar school diploma? So do we have any problems with students being accepted? We, we see that uh, you know, our curriculum is, is rigorous, and if a student takes advantage of what we offer here, that he or she can be accepted at these highly selective schools. You know, we have seen Case Western students uh, be accepted. Um, so as long as the student's preparing ahead of time, you know, maybe by the end, by senior year, it may not be an option for them, but there's still options out there. If they prepare earlier in their career in high school, that by the time they get to our roster, I think there's more doors available for them. Now, when you're saying prepare earlier, um, now that College Credit Plus mm-hmm. is out there and we seem to have more and more students taking advantage of it, yeah. so is that as one of, explain a little bit what College Credit Plus is for sure. uh, everyone. So it's a program from the state where starting at seventh grade all the way through senior year, students can take college courses and earn credit that also count towards their high school requirements. Now, public institutions are pretty open about their 
their policies, but if you go to a private school, they have standardized tests you have to place into those courses uh, to earn college credit. So we have many students, uh, I believe there's at least six that are earning their associate's degree while they're graduating ECOT and you know through their college that they're attending. So they're halfway done with college, which is great not only for timing purposes but for financial reasons. Oh yeah, mom and dad's pocketbooks are really happy. Absolutely, when that that's that's just as important, if not more, now than getting a degree moving ahead. So not everyone is going to go from ECOT to college. Mm-hmm. So in what way do the senior counselors work with students on careers? Yeah, so it comes to being a customized conversation. You know, some students aren't ready for college and they want to take a gap year. Some are working. We have a lot of students that are working, you know, one or two jobs while they're in school, uh, which in, it's hard up front, but I think in the back end will definitely benefit them as far as what it takes to be successful. Now, as far as programs here in-house, we have the CTE program that takes about two years to complete the pathway, but students can take one-time courses in, in certain areas, whether it's financial management or business-related or graphic design, um, and we're looking to improve and increase uh, the programs available moving forward. So I think we have a career fair coming up soon. We do. It's actually Thursday, April 6th. It's from 4.30 to 7 here at headquarters. Um, it'll be throughout the building, and we're going to have businesses. We're going to have military. We're going to have lots of opportunities for students to look at and get, become interested in a career that they may have known about in the past, whether it's working at our regional distribution centers in the area or talking to the actual businesses for summer jobs or even longer periods of jobs. But we are going to be doing a live stream, which is something new this year. So I know we have students across the state that if they cannot make it to Columbus, they can live stream it from, from their home. Oh, that's great. So it's going to be live stream so students in all 88 counties can log in and, yep. and participate in the career fair. That's fantastic. All right, let's go to our first ECOT grad, Dan Shepard. Uh, Dan, you graduated from ECOT in 2002, is that correct? Yes, second graduating class. If you can remember, uh, how many students were in your second graduating class? 122. 122, and now we're at about 2,500 a year, so we've grown a little since then. Absolutely. Um, So can you remember why did you first enroll with ECOT? My whole school experience was based upon uh, around a farm community and, and a very small class size that really, if you fit in, you were fine. If you didn't fit in, there wasn't like an opportunity to go find something else there. It, it was just, these are the same kids that I, I was in first grade with or the same kids I'm going to be in 12th grade with. And, and it just, it wasn't working for me. Do, do you feel uh, attending ECOT prepared you for the future? Absolutely. I, when I started at ECOT back in 2002, dial-up was still the, the primary method of internet connectivity. Yeah, that won't so, really work for you now. No, probably not now. I, I don't think I could have a web conference with a teacher over a dial-up connection. <laughs> to give you guys an idea of, of some of what it meant to do online education back then, dial-up internet was still the primary connection. Most house, More than half of the houses in America still didn't have internet access at all. So you were, you were truly on the bleeding edge of, of what could be done with the Internet. And it really, every newspaper article that came out and talked about ECOT was talking about how it was testing a thing that, that didn't exist yet. Uh, and it was pushing that envelope. And for me, what I was doing wasn't working. And I lived in a small town. There, wasn't, there weren't other opportunities. There, you, you had zero opportunity of doing open enrollment elsewhere. You couldn't go to a private school because you were in too small of a city to even have one. If, if 
you didn't fit in the school system provided to you, the only path forward was, was econ at that point in time. So for me, it was, hey, we're going to try this because there's nothing else out there. And once I, once I started, it really, uh, everyone noticed that my, my ability in technology just went up it, fairly drastically. I could already do some fairly technical things because I was just drawn to, towards computers. But once I had a computer there that I was using, you know, eight to 10 hours a day, depending on what I was working on, it, it, my, my technical ability jumped. When did you seriously start to consider you know, college or post-secondary options while you were in ECOT? So I, I talked about going to school my entire life. And in second grade, I remember we were doing an exercise and they, they wanted us to write down what we wanted to be when we grew up. And everyone was talking about being a fireman or a police officer. I mean, you ask a second grader what they want to be, the list is pretty short, right? They get to me, and I wanted to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even spell the word. So did you go to college right after you graduated with us, or did you take some time off? So my senior year, I started talking about school again. So it took a while of getting out of the, the, the situation I was in before ECOT, before I, I really got into, before, like, things just started opening back up. Um, so my senior year, I really started looking at ECOT and I started applying for, for universities. And it, it was a really interesting process. Uh, anyone who's gone to college knows that you have to do applications and you go through uh, interviews sometimes and you have follow-up questions from, from uh, the application candidate committee at, at the school. And as you start talking to them, I spent more time talking about what ECOT was <laughs> than anything else. So half of my half of my interview for for DeVry was just trying to explain how ECOT was a relevant thing and, and it was going to continue to exist. It was a lot of overcoming that milestone and, and saying, "No, I, I have a legitimate education recognized by the state of Ohio. I have a I have an accredited diploma." And once I got past that, I was able to go to DeVry. I picked up I picked DeVry because it, they have a compressed, consolidated class schedule. And I was able to get my my bachelor's degree in three years instead of the traditional five at the time. And that really set me up for the technology uh, career, set, career path that I'm on now. Uh, while I was going to DeVry, I was able to get a job at ECOT. I came in as, as a technology aide was, was my title when I started at ECOT. And uh, Jerry Margison was the director of technology at the time. I mean, I, <laughs> and it was... I came in, I was his second employee in, in IT. They had over 100 teachers and over 2,000 kids, and I was the second IT employee besides Jerry. <laughs> so uh, I came in and really got deep into the technology and understanding how ECOT did what it did. So, Dan, tell us a little bit about where you're at today and, and how you got there and, and kind of ultimately would you have gotten there without ECOT? Absolutely. So I'm based in Austin, Texas now. I moved from Columbus down here for a job with Electronic Arts. Really, uh, the, the job I took was building the infrastructure required for online gameplay. So I leveraged all the stuff I had learned about at ECOT and, and the stuff that I was working on when I worked at ECOT to go build online gameplay servers for the largest video game manufacturer in the world. While I was working on that, I, I, I was finally able to get things together and go after my MBA. Because of my online experience, I, I went to Arizona State, which was the number one ranked online MBA program in the U.S. at the time. And 
really, I, I, I felt like I could do the MBA while working full-time at, at Electronic Arts because of the time I spent at ECOT. I, was, it, I worked full-time, I did my MBA online full-time, and in, this, and in a, right about two years, I was able to finish my MBA and, and started working at Rackspace, where I now work on the emerging technology space at Rackspace, uh, specifically working on private clouds powered by OpenStack. Dan, it sounds as if attending ECOT uh, made you more open to explore an MBA program at Arizona State, uh, an online program because you had attended an online school. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, did that help or did having the technology and, and understanding what going to school online meant uh, for getting into your MBA program? So ECOT really made me feel comfortable with online education from, from the time I started to the time I finished. There were a lot of challenges when, when it started, but, but it was always working together with ECOT and, and having that team there made me feel like I could do it. So when I, when I went to my undergrad, I, I took a few classes online. When I went to my graduate school, I knew that, it, I knew that online education was going to work for me because of the foundation I had from going to school at ECOT. Well, Dan, I, I want to thank you for not only being a grad uh, from the 2002 class, but I was unaware of the work that you did with Jerry in uh, building the infrastructure behind what we do today because it sounds like with, with the work that you did, um, we're able to deliver education through broadband in a way that wasn't possible when you went to school here in 2002. So thank you for not only being our graduate, but thank you for also building the infrastructure that's allowed ECOT to grow and deliver online education to our now over 15,000 students every year. Absolutely. And thank you guys. For, without ECOT, I'm not convinced I'd be where I am today. Thank you. Now joining us via Skype is 2014 ECOT graduate Connor Ebel. Connor, we just finished talking to a 2002 graduate of ECOT about their experience and how it prepared them for life after high school. So we want to get your perspective on the same thing. So let's start at the beginning. What, what led you to ECOT in the beginning? Well, I had spoken to a couple of friends right before I had entered ECOT, um, and they were just telling me about how great the student-teacher interaction was despite being separated from each other. Um, I had even recently seen a commercial for ECOT, and I just decided that it was just the right option for me at the time. You know, it's so. interesting that you say that because I, I came over from traditional public education to online education eight years ago now. And one of the first things that, that I found interesting when I met online teachers, they told me that they actually felt as though they had a better relationship with the kids they taught in an mm -hmm. online classroom because kids were more willing to talk to them mm -hmm. as opposed to in a classroom, there's that peer pressure of not wanting to say something in front of people. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. What you just said was very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, for me, that was the biggest thing. I was a very shy student. So having the ability to communicate with my teacher in a better way really opened up who I was to my teacher and allowed me to actually speak to my teachers and not feel embarrassed. So as a graduate of the class of 2014, what have you done since you left ECOT? Well, um, when I first graduated from ECOT, I actually went into a program called Boys State. So I went through that. It was a great experience. Um, and then I was accepted into Sinclair Community College, where 
now I have entered the uh, respiratory care program. And so are you finished with that or where, where are you at in that process? Um, I am one year away from graduating. So I'm very, very excited. That's great. Do you think your experience at ECOT helped you prepare uh, for life after ECOT? Oh, definitely. College is another ball game, in my, in my opinion, from high school. With high school, you are kind of dependent almost on some teachers or other students, whereas with ECOT even, they, they taught me independence and proper time management skills. Um, and I felt that benefited me the most and even more than I realized first going into college. So what advice, what advice would you have for anybody that's thinking about, you know, maybe in your situation, have health issues, you know, basically finding that your high school's not challenging you or not providing you what you need. You know, what advice would you give those students? Um, ECOT gives you hope again. It instills trust with teachers and makes you feel like you are finally accomplishing something. Overall, ECOT slowly provides you with the confidence that you can be successful. You will no longer be the student who is lost, but more the student that can thrive. So Connor, what, um, what are your plans after you finish your current program? Do you have some opportunities lined up or are you still looking for towards the future? Um, well, right now, I'm, I, I want to make sure that I can become the best respiratory therapist I can. Um, currently, I have to focus on getting a baccalaureate degree um, in respiratory care as it's becoming the common thing to do for respiratory therapists. Um, I hope to someday get a master's degree in uh, physician assisting. Um, I, w I want to become a PA and hope that I can just be the best I can in the medical field. It's, it's my passion. Connor, you, you really touched on something that I think a lot of people um, that are critics or they miss on, and it's, it's a universal thing that I've always believed in, and that is people want to do what they feel good about and what they feel successful at. Um, no one wants to go to a job or go to work or do something that they feel like they're a failure at every day. And I think we miss mm -hmm. that in education too many times. So, you know, yes, it's about curriculum, but it's about the personal relationships that are built between students and teachers, um, students having success and building upon that success. And it sure looks like that that's been a big part of, of your success story. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, my teachers never thought of me, my teachers in ECOT never thought of me as their job. They thought of me as their student and their everyday goal. Um, they always put their time into making sure that I could understand everything they were talking about. It wasn't about the curriculum or their paycheck at the end of the day. It was how much can I get the student to understand the lesson and feel like they can keep moving forward. And I even one time I had my chemistry teacher speak to me for four hours just to make sure I understood the lesson. It was so complex and so confusing to me. And I think it really opened my eyes to hopefully being able to be like that chemistry teacher where 
I can make people feel as important as they did. Well, we wish you continued success. We're thrilled that, that you were with us today, and thank you for sharing your experience with us. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I cannot thank you enough. So now let's go to Rick's raves. My rave this week is we just announced at ECOT our third quarter honor roll. And I'm happy to report that we had 1,409 students on the honor roll. Congratulations to our 1,409 students. 349 made the junior high honor roll. And I'm not real good at math, but that leaves over 1,000 high school students on the ECOT honor roll. So my rave this week is a congratulations to all of our honor roll students throughout the state of Ohio. So I would like to thank Christian Jamal for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a great opportunity, and I'm glad I got to speak to former graduates and yourself. Great. And I also want to thank Dan and Connor. They did a fantastic job on the show today. Uh, Make sure to check out this episode and past episodes by searching Facebook and iTunes. Just search for ECOT or What You Don't Know. Hope everyone has a safe spring break, and we'll be back soon with another What You Don't Know. Thanks again, everyone.